welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. I apologize for us running uh, behind. Uh, several things going on today. Uh, I was running behind getting back to the house. Um, so it's my fault that we're late on the 5 o'clock pushback. Uh, but uh, we're here nonetheless, and we apologize for that tardiness. Uh, Brandon will be joining me here in just a second. And... Um, Excuse me. We'll proceed with the show. Uh, hope you guys have had a uh, had a great day. Hope you guys have had a great weekend thus far. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Give me just a second here. We'll get settled. Apologize for all of this craziness and unsettled shit. <laughs> oh man. All right. So. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, and uh, once Brandon uh, arrives, we'll explain kind of what happened today, why we had to push the show back until 12, and um, all of that stuff. So, I um, hope you guys are looking forward to SummerSlam. Uh, we'll give our predictions of the show, we'll go over the show today, and then give our predictions of the show, and... Um, <sighs> Man, sorry, y'all. It's just been, I'm, I'm ill-prepared right now. Well, I'm not ill-prepared. Um, I've got everything ready. It's just that um, I just literally just walked through the door and got my setup going and, and getting everything together, whereas normally I'm well-prepared for this right now. <laughs> but uh, just bear with us for, for just a moment. Uh, Brandon will be joining me soon, and we will get started here in just a few moments. But we do have some uh, some pretty exciting things to talk about uh, with regard to this week in wrestling history, and uh, several other things. As I said, we'll be discussing the uh, the SummerSlam show tonight. Brandon, what is going on, my man? Hey, Ron, you fast. God damn, <laughs> my What's man. Up, man? <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, um, I, I, I down. Just, I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I did one of those. I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's cool. I saw, I saw that you were you were making sure everybody knew about it, and I appreciate that. Um, and I oh, apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize to you. Uh, I've already apologized to everybody listening uh, for me being late, but uh, had a yeah. late start and uh, visiting with my my mom first, and then I went to see my dad, and my stepmom, visit with them for a little bit. Uh, how was your week, man? Well, first of all. Um, Let's address why we had to push the show back um, yeah. to to five o'clock today. I think that's of uh, most importance. And if you guys will notice, Kurt's not with us today. Um, but uh, there was a family emergency that uh, takes precedence, and we completely, one hundred percent, understand that. So Kurt will not be joining us today. Um, uh, we we look forward to him rejoining us next week. But uh, if you all could, please uh, keep Kurt and his family in your thoughts and prayers. Um, as you know, yeah. Brand Brandon is his brother-in-law, um, so Brandon as well, because this also uh, does impact Brandon. So um, yeah. I told Brandon earlier that if, if he didn't even want to record today, I would completely understand. Um, but I am glad you came on. Um how, yeah. how is well, everything? You know, if you, we don't have to go into specifics because that's that's Kurt's business to tell. But um, right. I just want to know how everything was going right now. 
Um, yeah, I called and checked in with them um, maybe about two or three hours ago when I was on my way home picking up food and stuff like that. So, um, so far as far we know, as far you know, not going into specifics, um, everything is pretty much the same way it was when I called them this when I called my sister this morning. Okay. So my sister is Kurt's wife. So, um, you know, it, you, we, you know, we just kind of waiting and seeing. But, um, you know, Ron, first of all, appreciate it because you pretty much you, you know, you're pretty much like family now, right? <laughs> I appreciate so, that. And I feel <laughs> the same way. You're, 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 you're pretty much family now. So, um, and you know, I can't wait to, you know, you meet the rest of them and you see how crazy we are. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, um, just uh, you know, everyone, you know, keep. You know, just my entire family and your thoughts and prayers, man. We have honestly not going to detail anything. Um, we have had a rough few years, you know, just as far as, you know, just uh for lack of a better a better term, just um everyone's health. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I don't know no other way to say it. So it's been a lot going on and just you know, keep us in your prayers. It's just it's just been a rough few years and then as you all know you know i lost my stepfather um you know last month well in june like my god it was damn all it's already yeah it is but, <laughs> but you know man we lost something you know, we lost our stepfather in, in june and you know he was a, a big 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 he's very he's just a very important person to us and everything and you know there was a lot that was leading up to that and it's, it's just it's been a lot it really has um so you know, thank you all for, you know, keeping you all in the you know, thoughts and your prayers and, you know, for me as well, because it does take, in all honesty, it does take a toll on me and it really has taken a toll on me, everything that's going on. But at the end of the day, I know that everything is going to be okay. So, you know, and everything, you know, you know, God, God work in mysterious ways. And so I'm just going to leave it at that. And then, you know, we, 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 we going to be all right. We, we are very, very tough and resilient people. It's just, it's just been a little rough. Yeah. But one of the good things is I get to do this show every week. So this is one of the <laughs> reliefs. Yeah. I mean, believe it, or, believe it or not, I, I 100% agree with you, man, that uh, it, it takes your mind off of things. when, Or for me, at least, I'm, uh, you can speak for yourself, but it, it helps take yeah. my mind off of things for the du- duration of the time we do the show. I get to talk about something I love. I get to laugh and have fun with yeah. uh, my brothers and so yeah, this this show is a, is a break from what could otherwise be a, a rough week, rough day, rough year, whatever. So and that's I, what I we and, and that's and that's what we try to do, you know, man. We you know we, we don't want to get on this podcast and try to make everybody more miserable than what because everybody going through something. I don't care who yes. you are, everybody is going through something and dealing with something. You know, some of us just wear it better than others, you know. But everybody is dealing with something. So if we can come and 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 take Oh, excuse me. If, me. if we can come and just take your mind, I just burped. But if somebody, if we can come and just take your mind off of, off of just you know just the daily grind of just life, man. Then you know, hey, we did our job, you know. So, you know, and I, I take that approach. And, you know, y'all know I'm a teacher, so I take that approach into the classroom as well. So you know, hey, you know, so we, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's it's. I feel the same way. Um, you know, we've had we've had listeners share some stuff with us that they were going through with their families, and yeah. uh, they mentioned that that the show was a way for them to kind of break away from that stress and break away from from uh, how much life was for, like you said, for like a better term, beating them up. 
And, yeah. um, you know, if we can do that, I'm, I'm happy with this. Um, yeah. I, I love talking wrestling, but if, if it's if it's something that gives somebody a, a bright spot in their day, that, that makes it all the more worth it. So Yeah, it, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Man. Now, oh. with that said, um, I, I'm going to start on a down note, but um, I'm doing that so that we can we can end on a high note. Um, yeah. Earlier this week, we found out that uh, the exotic Adrian Street, uh, the exotic exotic Adrian Street, uh, passed away. Uh, Eighty two years old, I believe. Um, Adrian Street was a wrestler. Um, I, I can't remember exactly when his career started. I want to say it was in the like mid to late sixties, but he came over to America uh, originally from England. Uh, he wrestled uh, the the English style, British style of wrestling, and I just found this out recently, Brandon, that he broke away from uh, the the bigger promotion over there and. Uh, ran an outlaw show for a while, but uh, kind of folded. And so him and his wife moved to America, and he was he was something different, man. Um, before I even get into the wrestling side of it, uh, he was a, somewhat of a renaissance man. Uh, found out that he painted. Um, he published, like, seven books. Um, wow. He re- recorded two albums. Uh, one one song I'm going to play here in just a second because it was his ring entrance music. Um, mm-hmm. It's only a couple of minutes long, you guys, so don't uh, don't get too uh, rolling your eyes too much on that. But um, Jim Cornette sh- uh, shared a story about him going over to their house to pick him up because uh, his rookie year in the business was the same year that Adrian and his wife got here in America. And Cornette was driving them around. He goes over to their apartment in uh, Nashville, I think it was. I can't remember. Uh, Hendersonville, I think. Um, but anyway, he goes in, and their dishes, they they made their own dishes, like dinnerware. Wow. Wow. Um, but if, you, if anybody has ever seen Adrian Street, you look at him, and you're like, him? He was painting, singing, and, and making... Making uh, dinner plates and shit. Uh, it, it was just he was he was a just a different guy. Uh, his dad was a uh, was a coal miner, and I think Adrian tried that for a while or a little bit, and was like, "Yeah, this this ain't for me." And he uh, started wrestling, and um, as I said, ran ran his own promotion for a minute and came to America. And Adrian's gimmick, how can I say this um, politically correct? His gimmick was that of a cross-dressing man. Um, but let me stress and, 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 and uh, make clear that it wasn't the stereotypes. He wasn't playing up the stereotypes. He wasn't doing it. In a in a hateful or or what I consider what I would consider a harmful way, it was just a gimmick. He was he was portraying this dude came to the ring with with blonde pigtails, uh, face painted, and s- literally skipping to the ring. He would get in the ring and Brandon, you know when the when the refs uh, pat you down, see or used to. I don't see them doing it too much anymore, but they pat you down see yeah. if you got any weapons on you or whatever. Yeah. Well, when they would go to check his boots, Adrian would be in the corner, 
and he would grab the rope on either side of him and lean back and put his leg in the air with like his toe pointed forward. <laughs> um, one of one of his things to to get a pin on a guy. Um, he would uh, he would give a kiss to his opponent. And it could be a kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the forehead, a kiss on the lips even. And when they were like, what the fuck? What just happened here? <laughs> That's when he would roll them up and pin them. And, man, it, it was... But the, the wild thing was that he he would also... Uh, Miss Linda, his valet, was also his wife. They were together uh, for many years. I know at least since the 70s. Uh and they went everywhere together, did everything together. So my heart goes out to her because she's going to significantly miss her life mate. Man, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, the wild things were like when he would, but he, as much as he was this this cross dressing wrestler, um, with this uh, what's what's the what's the word ambidextrous? Not ambidextrous. That's not the word I'm using. Uh, not ambidextrous. Um, um, androgynous. Androgynous. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much, Mr. Teacher, sir. <laughs> no, I learned uh, that from uh, I learned I learned that from uh, watching that documentary on Goldust. But okay, got gotcha. you. So he, even though as as androgynous as he was, he also came off at least when he was a heel as a chauvinist. Because back in the day, if you Brandon, you watched some of the old school stuff. Um, yeah. They didn't have ring stairs. So no. when they would come to the ring, Miss Linda would get down on her hands and knees, and he would use her back to step onto the ring apron. Boy, if that shit happened today, do you know how much the internet would go fucking crazy, <laughs> bro? Oh I'm, my god! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the internet uh, would go crazy. I was telling my son we were listening to Cornette show on the on the way home. I was telling my son that that shit would not get over today. He would be canceled in a heartbeat. Yep. Um, well, no, 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 no. Hey, they did it right. Maybe he would. You know, it could. Be. I, I think he was good enough. And, and the, the, the gimmick was, again, if you've ever seen him work, if you've ever seen him in, in full gimmick, it, it was not done in a way to be harmful. Like Adrian Adonis. Adrian Adonis's gimmick was, was Vince McMahon played up on every trope and every stereotype. Uh, that at the time was believed of homosexual men. I always and, say Adrian Adonis was the original gold dust. I, I, I even think it was worse than that. Um, it, it was the original. It was the original gold dust, and gold dust was that was the blueprint. Then gold dust came and did what gold dust did. Well, you know that was that, Adrian Adonis was the blueprint, and then go. Well, I, it, well both of them. Both yeah, of them have both of roots. them were like the blueprint, and then. Because we really haven't seen a gimmick like that yeah. since Goldust, and I think Orlando and I think Orlando Jordan tried to do it once, and that shit got kicked out of here so fast. Don't nobody even yes. remember it. So. Um, have you ever had a chance to watch any of of Adrian Street's matches? No, I've okay. seen them. I've seen like clips, but I've never seen one of his Just, matches. And it doesn't really. And matter. Oh, oh, Ron! In case you didn't notice, no, we got a visitor in the conference. Uh, yeah, Kurt. I'm sorry, sir. I did not see that you were here. Um, uh, welcome. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm joking, man. I'm joking. But um, thanks for listening in. I hope everything is uh, going okay. Um, 
where you are right now, and uh, you're in our thoughts and prayers, um, and and we're with you in spirit. So, uh, but but when you get a chance, check out any match. It doesn't really matter what what match it is with uh, with Adrian Street. Just check it out. But there was there was when we were listening to the Cornette show on the way home, he was talking about a match that that him and a tag partner. I can't remember the name of the tag partner, but they were going to have against the the Fantastics. Mm-hmm. Well, they aired the Fantastics uh, vignette on TV, and it's them in the hot tub and then working out in the gym. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen it before, and it's like, it's cringeworthy. But they got the Speedos on working I've never, out. I've never I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, when you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But they got Speedos on working out, sweating and all look. that. So they, they cut to a scene of Adrian Street and Miss Lindo watching the monitor, and both of them are like, salivating, right? Like, oh, man, this is beautiful. And then Adrian looks at, <laughs> at Miss Linda, notices that she's looking and slaps her on the shoulder like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but, um, I, I That's wanna, hilarious. Yeah, it is, man. And when you watch his matches, it, it, the hilarity, and, and, and look, even though I say the hilarity is there, you're going to laugh at his matches, he was a good fucking wrestler and for any person at that time and he was he was big in the states between like 82 86 ish i think but for any man to do that gimmick in that part of the country at that time of of america it took balls it took Mm -hmm. balls no pun intended i'm I'm sitting over now. I'm, I'm over here looking up some stuff. I didn't know Adrian Street had a documentary. Yes, the WWE yeah. did a documentary. It's, it's so I'm gonna really take a look good. at that documentary. It's really good. I'm too. gonna take a look at that. Doc- I don't think I've ever watched it, so I'm gonna take a look at that documentary. But I, but one, but what, I will say I I haven't watched a full match, but I know of Adrian Street. And to be honest with you, if I had to fight him, I'm like, oh, I'm about, I'm about to throw rocks at this motherfucker right here, man. Shit. <laughs> because the way he looked, because I'm like, yeah, he got the pigtails and everything, but it's like he one of them dudes. He's just like, okay, I think he can fight. <laughs> you and, know what I'm saying? Could, and that's Kurt. Kurt chimed in and said, yes, he was uh, legit tough, and he was legit that's, tough guy. And that's what yeah. every person that had, every wrestler that had said anything about all of them have said the exact same thing. Like he, that, yeah, he was legitimately a tough guy. So it's like, okay. You walk in and say, "Hey, you know, he, 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 you know, he probably softening damn cottonelle tissue." Hell no! You, whatever you do, do not piss him off. Don't even do it. <laughs> Don't let that makeup and all them pigtails and all that shit. The little smooth, it's, 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 it's a mind fuck. That's what it yeah. is. So. And man, like, whatever and you do, just don't, don't just, 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 just don't even do it. Like, to, to give don't you an idea of how much I liked him, um, he he made an impression on me that. Like in the old school days, I remember guys like Lord Humongous. Humongous was another one that made that's a hell of a name. And then that's a hell of a name. <laughs> Jake and hell all Lord those guys Humongous. made impressions on me in the eighties, but they eventually made it to WCW or, well, yeah, WCW and WWF, WWE. Um, Adrian never did. Adrian Street never did. But he was so good at what he did. That even as a heel, I love that man's gimmick. I love watching him. Anytime I could watch him wrestle, I loved it. So yes. um, I would like to send uh, 
thoughts, prayers, and condolences to the family of Exotic Adrian Street and to Miss Linda. Uh, she's lost her, her life partner. And, and like I said, man, you didn't see Adrian Street without Miss Linda. You'll see her in the in the documentary when you watch it. So what I'm going okay. to do I'm, is... I'm definitely going to check that out. I want to check... I, yeah, I, I don't know how I even missed it, but I def, I'm definitely going to check that out. All right. So I feel like I've seen every WWE documentary is known to man, but I didn't know they even had one on him. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I definitely going to check it out. out. All right. So what I'm going to do yeah. now is is take a couple of minutes. The the song is only two minutes and twelve seconds long. Um, I'm going to assume I can use this. Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, here's his his ring entrance music that he wrote and his band played and he sang it. All right. This, I'm watching this on YouTube, and it's, there's a video hot with highlights of some of his matches. And and that's really if it. That don't make, of it is just music. <laughs> if that don't make you nervous, imagine what I can do. Oh, <laughs> but you got oh, you got to have the visual to go with it, bro. But now I'm just saying, like, imagine, imagine a dude dressed up like him. He just walked. Imagine what I could do to you. If that don't make you the least bit nervous, the least bit nervous to where you want to fight. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm, I'm just saying. So uh, once <sighs> once again, uh, condolences to the family, uh, friends, and fans of Adrian Street. It was really sad to hear about his passing. Uh, so. I don't even know how to segue out of that. <laughs> that was a day because him and uh, Pee Wee Herman passed the same day. Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, somebody else that in a, his own unique, weird way was uh, with The Rock intertwined into wrestling. Uh, yeah. we, did, we did lose Paul Rubens, um, also probably more better known as Pee Wee Herman. Um, so uh, condolences part to of his lot. family. Yeah. He was, he was uh, for... I'm not going to get into the controversy and stuff because... No, I'll, I'll get into the controversy because I think but, it's bullshit. That did not, same here. I just, I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> he was a part of a lot of our childhoods. The reason, why I'm not gonna, the reason why I'm not going to go there is because when I read up on what happened, I was just like, come on. But I'm just not going to go there. Yeah. All, I'll, all, all I'll say we're is... We're going to leave that alone. 
all I'll say is he wasn't the only one guilty of what he was guilty of. That I, I, absolutely. Just, I agree. The, he had the unfortunate uh, timing to be Pee Wee Herman. That's right. All. And I, I, I 100% agree. Let's move on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, well, <laughs> this week in professional wrestling, we started doing this last week and uh, definitely enjoyed it. It helps me remember some things, and it, it brings up some some great wrestling memories. Uh, sometimes not so great wrestling memories, but yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah. So we're going to try to continue doing this on a week to week basis, and at some point we are going to stop on particular dates and either do a watch along or cover something specifically that happened in the wrestling business. Um, yeah. So we're going to go. F- for this week in wrestling, from July 31st to August 5th, uh, on July 31st in 2015, uh, the wrestling world lost Rowdy Roddy Piper at the mm-hmm. age of 61 due to a heart attack. I remember um, that. Yeah, I, I was that shocked. My, that, that, yeah, that, that, that broke my heart. Yeah. Yep, and that broke my heart. In 2016, to go from the very sad to the completely ridiculous in 2016, in a ridiculous moment, uh, after Joey Ryan won the – hold on, let me – oh, okay, I was reading that wrong. And, and just the name of this title is going to tell you how ridiculous this is, but it gets worse. Uh, in a ridiculous moment, after Joey Ryan won the DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal title. What? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. He thanked the crowd and told them the title was just as much theirs as it was his. The referee saw that as a title forfeit and awarded the title to the crowd. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, On this date, also, uh, Max Caster was born in 1989. The the not-too-often-mentioned Kid Cash was born in 1969. My guy. Kid, 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 hey, the, 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 uh, uh, Kid Cash, he was out during that time in ECW when Kid Rock was, and he basically came out like Kid Rock. I remember that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw him wrestle I mean, at the at the Georgia State Fair um, at Amer at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Wow, got got to meet him, take a picture with him, everything. Real cool dude. Wow, um, he, he looked like he's cool, man. That yeah, that Kid Cash been a fan for a very long time. Love, and then. Power to the people, John Laronidas was oh, born Jesus. in 1962. Oh, Going, moving along to August 1st. In 2006, CM Punk made his ECW, it's the WWE version of ECW, yeah. uh, debut in a match against it. Just Incredible. I remember that. In 1972, Mr. Get the Tables! Devon Dudley was born in August 1st, 1972. Devon! Get the tables! No, 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 I did did it wrong. Devon! Bubba sounded like he would hit mama. On August 2nd, 1962, Bruno Sammartino beat Buddy Rogers to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. But Bruno refused to take the title because Rogers claimed to have a growing injury. So the title change was reversed and is not recognized. Okie dokie. Probably one of the most important 
moments in wrestling history, at least in my opinion, Brandon, I think you'll agree. Uh, in 1992, Ron Simmons, damn, becomes the first African-American win. Let me try that again. Ron Simmons becomes the first African-American to win a major title in professional wrestling when he beat Big Van Vader to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I posted that earlier this week, and for some reason, in a mental twit, I don't know what happened, uh, I put Lex Luger. Don't know why. I don't even remember typing Lex Luger, but I did. Damn it, bro. How many how many of them uh, margaritas you had that night? Uh, none, none. That was all. That was all bad brain power there. So shout out to Adam to point uh, pointing out to me that I had made that mistake. Uh, That's why I don't do no. Work. I don't do no work. I don't do no work after work. But check this out. What what's bad about that moment? They're in the ring. You know, Simmons gets the one, two, three, and Adam. Thank you for pointing this out to me too. I, I never noticed it in all the times I've seen that that match or that clip, but. They're celebrating in the match, or in the match, in the ring, and Vader just sits up. Like, not selling, getting slammed or beat, just sits up. <laughs> right, so, but, but, but see, I have a, I have, I, I have a, uh, I, I have a, I have a theory about that. See, at that time, Vader, rest in peace, Vader. One of my, one of my favorites. I've always loved the big guys. Him, Bam Bam, I've always loved the big guys. But at that time, Vader was Big Van fucking Vader. Couldn't beat him. He was indestructible. So mm-hmm. it's, it's almost, it's, it's like one of them things like, okay. <clears throat> and I mentioned this to you the other night. I was like, okay, basically, Run power slammed him and he stunned him just long enough to get the one, two, three. Of course he set the fuck up. He's Big Van Vader. <laughs> okay. Just like when, uh, when, 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 when Mick Foley, when he was Mankind, in hell in the cell, you have to take a tombstone to been pinned him. And if you notice, mankind kicked his foot up just a little bit to let you know he's still there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't there during that hell in so, the cell. He was gone. So he wasn't there. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. But so it, that's, that's my theory. You know, I, don't, I don't want this to turn this. I don't want this to turn into a race thing because I think Leon White was on board all the way. He looked like he was a good guy, <clears throat> and the way that people talk about him. Like, you know, he was legitimately a good guy. Tough guy, but he's a good guy. So, I just think that, you know, he was playing up on the character, man. Big Van Vader was, you couldn't, there's nothing that you could do. When that damn, you remember that, you remember that music he had in WCW? Mm-hmm. That do, 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 do. Yep. Like, it's all, you already knew what time it was. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, it's like, you know, <laughs> and, um, if, if fans, if you didn't, if you've never heard, Vader's music and WC it's the difference is different it's, it's different tough. than the version of WWE. It's tough. WWE that was shit. cupcake. No. Matter of fact, Ron, let me pull it up real quick. I just want people to hear it. If you don't mind. So okay. no, that's fine. That's fine. Um uh while you're doing that, um I'll continue on. In nineteen ninety eight, uh ECW presented Heat Wave ninety eight, which drew one hundred thousand uh pay- One of my favorite pay reviews. Make it, yeah, and it it made that uh, ECWs the original ECW made it their most watched, most purchased, however you want to say that pay per view at a hundred thousand. So, and to wrap up August second in nineteen seventy five, I don't know if you'll remember this name, um, 
random, I'm sure Kurt will, but Blitzkrieg was born August yeah. 2nd, 1975. And the current, let me see if I got this right, the current United <laughs> States champion, Austin Theory, was born in 1997. I feel so fucking old. Right God, now. I was in the first grade. <laughs> This brown. I, I was this brown. I was three class. years removed from high school. <laughs> Damn. But right, yeah, I, I got the music. All right, I got go ahead. So, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, back in the WCW days when uh, Big Van Vader came out, he used to come out with Harley Race, as a matter of fact. But when he came out and you heard this. You already knew what time it was. Everybody in the ring just looking around at each other. Or oh, if you just by yourself, you just look around at the crowd like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 damn, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then you know, and you got you know Vader coming out, Harley being in the back in the in the, in, the, in the background just talking shit. Vader coming out doing a little V and all that. He talking this shit. Just how many ways he's gonna beat your ass. And he'll come out and he'll come out to do it. Then he's like, all right, I'm gonna power, I'm gonna power bomb your ass about three or four or five times just for the hell of it. Man, that's yeah, big man Vader. God damn. Oh my god. Taking on to right. August August third in nineteen ninety-six, Dr. Death Steve Williams made his ECW debut. I forgot that he even wow. appeared in ECW. Uh, wow. In 1997, this relates to today and SummerSlam, uh, 26 years ago to the day, SummerSlam took place at the Continental Airlines Arena in Rutherford, New Jersey. Brandon, do you know what is significant about SummerSlam 1997? That was... Uh, and if you don't know it, I didn't know this either until I read it. I remember the cage match with uh, Mankind and Unhurst Hemsley. And I remember that was when Shawn Michaels spit on the Undertaker, and Bret Hart hit him with it. No, he some uh, shit. Okay, no, <laughs> Bret Hart. Bret Hart spit on Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels had the chair. It was doing nail Bret Hart and hit the Undertaker. And hit okay, the Undertaker. Yeah, I remember and that. Bret Hart pinned the Undertaker. Bret Hart pinned the Undertaker won WWE Championship. Then Undertaker proceeded to go on. To the hell in the cell and beat the dog fuck out of Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels started talking shit. <laughs> that I remember. But what you got? All right. So this was the show where Stone Cold Steve Austin broke his neck due to a botched oh, yeah, pile yeah, yeah, driver yeah, yeah. by Owen Hart. So Hill, Club, uh, Hill Club's in the building. Red Island Stubborn Red is in the building. Thank hey, you guys up, for y'all? joining us. What's up, y'all? But yeah, that was the show oh. where Austin broke his neck, nearly ended his career. Uh, but yeah, but one. still, that it was still able to get the win. Now, it's, I say that right. kind of tongue in cheek because it worst. was kind of funny the way it happened. But that was the worst roll up in history. Yes. Owen yes. was trying to give him some time. I feel like they should have stopped the match. But I think the, there's a stipulation in the match where if um if uh, Stone Cold lost, he had to kiss Owen's feet or something like that, suck his toes or something. something like I don't that, know. Yeah, but something like that. And um and Owen was like, nah, bro, <laughs> to let you go out like that. But I think, but basically, one either one or both of them fucked up, and that's what happened. 
that actually led to the end of Stone Cold's career prematurely. Because I think had that not happened, um, I think had that not happened, number one, I don't know if we would have got the Stone Cold that we got. And number two, I think that maybe instead of him retiring in 2003, we might have been sure able to get another five years out of maybe five or six, seven years out of him. So yeah. maybe he, you know, maybe things would just been different if not for that, if not for that neck injury. Then in 2020, Shane McMahon made his return to WWE and introduced one of, in my opinion, the stupidest ideas that they've ever introduced in WWE, but it led to a great thing. He introduced Raw Underground. I thought that that was going to be the dopest shit ever. I thought it was the dumbest shit ever. But I thought it was, that, I thought it was going to be good. But, but man, when I saw it, that, I, we got we got the hurt business. Yeah. So it did have some good to it. <laughs> um, and we're getting ready to have the hurt business 2.0. Yes, sir. Then in 1924, uh, on August 3rd, Carl Gotch was born. Uh, 1934, Haystacks Calhoun was born. Now I've never seen matches. Google him, kids. But I remember Hayst- I remember reading about Haystacks Calhoun when I was a kid. And then yeah. in 1982, the former Mizdow himself, Aaron Stevens, was born. Yeah. Continue. I wonder what he's up to these days. Say what? I wonder what he's up to these days. If I'm not mistaken, he is some kind of champion in NWA. Oh. I know I know he's in NWA, but I'm not sure if he's still carrying a, a title or not. Um, oh. August 4th. Kurt, you'll appreciate this one. I know you're listening. So give me a hell yeah or a thumbs up when I, when I finish reading this. I know you will appreciate this. Uh, August 4th, 1989. Fritz Von Erich merged WCCW World Class Championship Wrestling with Jerry Jarrett and Jeff Lawler's Continental Wrestling Association to form the United States Wrestling Association, the USWA. There you go. Yep, that's how USWA came about. It was a uh, uh, they were mer- um, WCCW merged with Continental and formed USWA. So, the USWA. Then in 1995, WCW held a controversial pay-per-view called, and I don't think it even aired here in the U.S. I think it only aired in the in uh, in the U.K. But they held the controversial pay-per-view Collision in Korea um, over the course of two yeah. days in North Korea. <laughs> not South Korea. Oh, they went to North South Korea. Korea. Oh. Um, oh, they got a dark side. You know they have a dark side of the ring about that. Yes, yes, and and it, oh, it's some, it's something to listen to. Uh, but yeah. the, the disputed attendance count for that day, over the course not that day, but over the course of those two days, is claimed to be enlisted as three hundred and forty thousand people. And if that number's true, it would make those two shows the highest attended wrestling uh, shows in wrestling history. But who knows if those numbers are true or not? Oh, man. Um, In 1997, Monday Nitro aired its 100th show. Uh, Luger defeated Hogan that night for the title, but then dropped it five days later back to Hogan. 
Yeah, I've been watching, I've been seeing those clips all week, and it was that was the crowd was for it. Yeah. Uh, August 4th, 1960, the man of a thousand holds, the great Dean Malenko was born in 1960. Shout out to Dean Malenko. Yes, sir. Shout out to Dean Malenko. I met him and Arn Anderson in the airport when I used to oh, that's work nice. there when I was, when I was uh, a young man. And he cracked the joke, but I didn't think I didn't think it was a joke. I think he was still doing that wrestling tough guy shit, and I got intimidated and just walked off. And then I realized it was a joke. Like he was like, him and all that scared the shit out of me. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna go say what's up to him. But yeah, man. But nah, they, they shout out to Dean Malenko. He's one. He's one of my favorites too, man. Man of a thousand holds. And uh, shout out to Chris Jericho for that for that list. Yeah. Uh, then in 1966, the great Kensuke Sasaki was born. And in 1977, Frankie Kazarian was born. And wow. wrapping it up with today's date, August 5th, in 1996, the great Sasuke, I forget, you don't pronounce the U. The great Sasuke beat Ultimo Dragon to win the J-Crown. And for those of you who don't know what the J-Crown is, it's this ridiculous collection of eight titles. Um, it's not, it's, they only started calling it the J crown, um, after all the titles were collected. Uh, yeah. the titles were won by ultimate, uh, ultimate, Ultimo Dragon, um, individually, but he yeah. had eight titles on the line that night. Uh, one of which was the WWF at the time, uh, light heavyweight championship. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I just found that. As a matter of fact, I found that out the other day. Um, I, I don't know, just fumbling around with some shit, and I found that out the other day that that was one of the um, that was one of the belts. And you know, shout out to Sony Ono for uh, coming out in, on Nitro with Ultimo Dragon and all the damn belts. <laughs> Sony Ono coming out holding all the belts, cheesing. <laughs> that, was just, that, that, that was a picture perfect. He's just coming out with all the belts, just cheesing. That was, just, that was just a picture-perfect moment. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then 10 years later in 2006, Brian Danielson took on Samoa Joe in a 60-minute draw for the Ring of Honor Championship at uh, Ring of Honor Fight, Fight of the Century in Edison, New Jersey. I didn't see that match when it happened. I've since seen it. Brandon, if you've not seen that match, it's worth it. Check it out. I was just I was just about to say it probably was damn fire the century. Had to be. Yeah, it was a great match. It had to be. Yeah. And then uh, wrapping it up with a birthday on August 5th, 1953, Sweet Stan Lane was born. Sweet Stan Lane. Yes, sir. And that's that's it for whatever uh, dance that was. Say what? Whatever dance he had that. Whatever. Remember that little dance he used to do in the ring or whatever. Hey man, I just yeah, a little dance. I just started <laughs> something. To, oh, Stan Lane, by the way. Um, not not to 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 bring in politics because I'm not going to talk about politics, but I'm going to talk about somebody in politics. You know who Lauren Boebert is, right? No. Okay, she's a representative from Colorado. She's she's she was kind of thinking of it in wrestling terms. She was in a tag team with like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know you know who that is. Yeah, I know that. Okay, he was. She, those two are kind. Of, they kind of think alike. They're they, whatever. I said I wasn't going to talk politics. I'm not. But anyway, 
There was this rumor that Stan Lane could possibly be Lauren Boebert's father. Uh, from, from one of Stan's uh, <clears throat> conquest, if you will, back in the day. <laughs> but they they finally had a um, a DNA test done. I think this wasn't too long ago, actually. They had a DNA test done to finally prove Stan denied it. He said it's not true for all these years. And they finally had a DNA test done to prove that Stan Lane is not the father of Lauren Boebert. So... Um, I think, hold on, man. Let me check something real quick. Let's see, Bobby Eaton. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm that's what I was Bobby. just about to say, and then I know I'm where you're speaking going. Speaking of Bobby Eaton, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. And I was, and because I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm missing something. But yes, on uh, August the 4th of 2021, uh, the the other half of the Midnight Express, beautiful Bobby Eaton, uh, passed away. Um, just a phenomenal talent, soft spoken, but a phenomenal talent in the ring. Um, definitely, definitely deserves his accolades. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't want to say anniversary, but uh, it is the the memory of his his death on August fourth, back in two thousand twenty one. Yeah, I, I remember that. And that's one of the ones that you know, I I am a, even though I didn't really get to see, I saw Bobby Eaton when he was in WCW as, and I hate to say this, he was like a jobber. Because, yeah. you know, he's enhancement talent. But Bobby Eaton was probably, what, as far as old school wrestling, he's one of my favorites. I would sit back and just watch his highlights all day long. Like, and I'm just like, man, he, yeah, he's, shit. he's, he's, he, Kurt, I know Kurt doesn't like for us to use this word a lot, but he was great in the ring. Um, he was really, he was really good. And they would have, they would have these reels. And the Midnight Express music is one of my favorite theme interest music of all time. Oh, I love that theme. I have the theme. I have the actual uh, theme that it came from on my phone, so I listen to it from time. I like instrumentals, so I listen to it from time to time, whatever. But. Bobby Eaton was Bobby Eaton was dope, man. Like in the ring, they was dope. The Midnight Express as a tag team was dope. Yes, you know I, I watched I watched a lot of their old shit. They was dope, like for real, man. So if y'all haven't like seen like, some of the old stuff or whatever, man, go back and check it out. Yeah, they, they was dope. They they, they dope. were a great tag team. Um, Hill Club. Sorry yeah. to hear that uh, your father passed away the same day as Bobby Eaton. Uh, definitely sorry to hear that. Oh yeah. So I just yeah I just had just roll back but yeah Brandon we got a lot going on this weekend in terms of shit to watch um, Collision is tonight <laughs> uh, Summer Slams tonight uh, while while uh, Logan Paul is taking on Ricochet his brother Jake is going to be taking on Nate Diaz uh, in a I guess you would call it a boxing exhibition match I don't know you can call it a That's professional <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I uh, and I, I talked, and you, I, and Kurt talked. Um, I asked who promoted that fight because whoever promoted it were idiots for not having security on site when they did their their uh, press conference. Because see, it, I still haven't seen any of that. Oh, so what man, happened? It's, yeah, just they they got in their crews got into it on the stage. Um, oh, I don't know exactly what led up to it. I hadn't watched it myself. The full clip. I've seen clips without any 
audio, but I haven't seen the full thing yet myself. But, um, you know, Nate Diaz talks, as Brandon would say, cash shit. And him yep. and his brother both do. Cash well, money shit. Yes. And um, Jake Paul does the same thing. Well, Jake Paul is kind of stepping into Nate's world, so you know there was going to be some dust-ups. And I just do not, for the life of me, understand why they didn't have people on stage ready for some shit to jump off. Not with those yeah. two personalities, anyway. Yeah. So, and then, uh, before we get into the uh, the SummerSlam talk, um, did you have a chance to watch uh, any of the shows, or all of the shows this weekend, I should say? Not this weekend, but this uh, past week. Damn, you can't talk. Uh here and there. Well, I've seen a lot of... I've had a busy week, so I've seen a, lot of, was, um, I've seen a was, lot of highlights. Yeah, I was just about to say, I, I got to back up because you had a a busy week this week, and uh, it's understandable if you didn't get a chance to, to check. And, uh, and the funny here, part is, I'm still not done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, brother, you ain't going to be done until it's, it's the end of the year and end okay, of this school only. year. I got nine more months of this shit, but it's okay. I'm 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 ready, I'm, I'm ready to go back to work, honestly. But that's uh, okay. Hill Club says he watched more AEW than WWE. Um, both. I'm not gonna say both were just about as bad, but um, for for me personally, Raw this week was it was what it was. There was there wasn't any real highlights that I can remember, unless I'm forgetting something. Um. You know, they they did the same thing with Brock and Cody that they've been doing for the last, what, three weeks now? I mean, the same exact thing. And it, it, it just, it doesn't do anything to me, for me at least, it doesn't do anything to build up this match they're having tonight. Um, so, you know, I was interested in, in watching what Ricochet and Logan Paul had to say to each other because... Here lately, they've been having some pretty nice promos back and forth, but um, there really wasn't anything of note on this episode. Um, well, no, no, no. Well, I mean, Robin Dan came back, but that wasn't on I saw that. Oh, dang. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're mind. jumping the gun there, brother. You're jumping the gun. My, 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 my bad. <laughs> but. But as Brandon mentioned, go to AEW, uh, RVD did show up in AEW uh, this past Wednesday uh, to fight, or supposedly to fight in the place of Jerry Lynn, who said that he couldn't get medically cleared. Now, here's the thing. Here, here's the flaw in logic uh, for me. Jerry Lynn and, and not Jungle Boy Jack Perry, yeah, I guess is what we're going to call him now. But they had that altercation, not altercation, they had that face-to-face last week. And they said, next week, you know, I'll rest you, I'll kick your ass or whatever. Didn't Jerry Lynn know at that point in time that his neck wouldn't hold up and he wouldn't get cleared? So where does that make sense? Wait, well, well, think, well, no, 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 no. Think about it in real life. Like, come on. I mean, no, no, I know that's in real life, but I'm how, just saying. How many, how many, no, 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 listen. How many OGs are walk, well, I ain't going to say walk up the hoods. But how many times have we known about somebody like, man, I'll beat your motherfucking ass, knowing that the dude got two bad knees, a broke neck, bad knuckles, can't, you know, he could barely lift, you barely lift a finger and all that. But one of them old, one of them old heads like me, I might be down, but I'm going to beat your ass anyway. 
And so I kind of think, like, just in the heat of the moment, he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And then, <laughs> then, you know, he went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, uh, bro. You know, I, I might you, give yeah, that. You know you, you know, you got a broke. You know, you got a broke neck. Remember? Oh. So, he had to call I, on his boys. I might give you that one if it weren't for the fact they're talking about a, a wrestling match, not a fight out in a parking lot. But I'm just saying. Yeah. So I, know, yeah, I mean yeah. I know I know I know I know I know it's a wrestling match, but then again, you try to add some type of real. <laughs> you're trying to help them out. AEW. Some some type of re- some type of realism to it. Give them some type of credibility, but um, sometimes yeah, he he did show up. So this coming was it this coming Wednesday, I think. Uh, not Jungle Boy and RVD are supposed to wrestle. And you're right, Hill Club. Um, as of right now, as far as I know, it's just one match only. Uh, but Rob uh, Rob Van Dam did kind of hint around that he may stick around. I don't know. But hey, uh, but you know what though? I I appreciate the fact that they let him use that um theme when he was in ECW when he had that pan he had that music from uh the, uh, the great that that great band Pantera. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. I thought that was dope. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that music in probably twenty years. <laughs> because you know that Tony's going to pay for it. Shit, right? Over, I, I, get, I get over, I get over twenty. You, the music that they were using in ECW was not legally licensed. I guarantee Absolutely you, absolutely not. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. Enter the same. Welcome to the jungle. Enter the same man. Um, 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 that. Theme Shane Douglas had um by I forgot I forgot the name. I don't of the know song what Shane's. Yeah, I don't know what Shane's was. I know I, know I have a song. On my, I have a song on my playlist. I just don't. I can't remember the name of the song right now. <laughs> but that song right there, they they uh natural born not now natural born killers uh new no, jack. That's it. That's what it's called. Natural born killers by by yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. That's oh, natural born okay. killers by Dr. Dre and uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> they ain't pay for none of that damn shit. I guarantee you they didn't pay for it. Um, um shit, damn, uh, the Spike Dudley music, um, by ACDC, they pay for none of that shit. Kurt said that he thought, um, RVD signed a Legends deal with WWE. I hadn't heard that. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I hadn't heard that. Maybe they made some kind of, provi- I, I can't see that happening, but. The only way he's in the, um, he's actually in the video games. So the only way he could be oh, in the wow. video games is if he signed a Legends deal. But then again, that Legends deal might expire. That's true. That's true. Damn, that's that's pretty sweet for RVD, man. Getting a payday for being in that video game, and and getting yeah, yeah. a payday. He's I'm part sure, of. Um, I'm, he's I'm part sure of. Uh, he's breaking him he's, off he's, like nothing. Like you nothing. already know. Like and him. then RVD is in the, RVD is in the showcase mode this year too. So man, I ain't yeah. played. I ain't played two K WWE two K probably. Shit, you probably talking. 2K19 may have been the last one I played. Hey, ain't, ain't, <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. That's probably last. That's one of the last good ones. So you ain't, you know. You know, I, I said nothing exciting happened in wrestling this week. I can't say that because that's not true. We can all rest easy now. Because if you were worried for one second that the elite were going to to cash grab and go to WWE you can rest your head now because they are with AEW they re-signed for the foreseeable future um 
And again, listening to, I, I tell you what, I'll pull the article up myself. Give me just a second, sir. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> I knew they were going back. Say what? They, they, they were, they, I knew they were going back. They weren't going to the WWE. Yeah, that didn't shock anybody. Hell no. They, I'm like, come on, man. You got creative freedom and everything. Why would you pass that up? I wouldn't. Let's see. Here it is right here. I want to read to you some of these ridiculous ass quotes from these individuals um, that I heard. All right, I'm going to read the uh, the entire article uh, on SI.com if any of you, you all are interested in, um, in reading this for yourself. Uh, hey, well, before you read Pete Kurt's comment. <laughs> I'm, and while you read, and while you read, I'm gonna step away just for one second. You go right. ahead, <laughs> uh, Kurt. I agree. You will get no argument from me. Uh, the article is written by Justin Barrasso on August second, two thousand three. The elite renew contracts with AEW. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page will remain in AEW. All four members of the elite have renewed their contracts. With all elite wrestling, Sports Illustrated has learned. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page each signed multi-year deals ensuring that AEW will remain elite. Uh, the elite have been so important to the launch of AEW. With the Young Bucks going all in when I first approached them in 2018 about my dream to create a an international pro wrestling promotion, said Tony Khan, who is CEO, GM, and head of creative of AEW. Shortly after that, their partners and closest friends, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, joined us. Okay, something just popped up here in the middle of the screen. Screw you, pop-ups. Uh, where was I? Kurt, whatever you don't do, don't break nothing in that room, man. Right. <laughs> uh, said Tony Khan. Shortly after that, their their partners and closest friends, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, uh, and Hangman Adam Page, joined us to formally launch All Elite Wrestling. All four of them have been instrumental to AEW's success from the very first episode of Dynamite in 2019 through present day. Scrolling along here. Now, as we celebrate tonight's 200th episode of Dynamite, I'm excited to share that Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page <clears throat> will all be staying in AEW for years to come. We look forward to celebrating this great news with our fans around the world. In addition to their work on screen, Omega and the Bucks will remain executive vice presidents. They have been in that role since AEW's cre creation in 2019 and will continue working to elevate the company even higher into the res wrestling pantheon. Uh, Omega's work as single as a singles wrestler has been <laughs> integral in the company's progress. I'm going to skip all of it. I'm trying to find these ridiculous-ass quotes. Okay, here's one of them from Omega. Our original goal was to create a wrestling alternative and give a platform to talented people that we had all felt deserved the spotlight, says Omega, whose real name is Tyson uh -huh. Smith. I feel like we did our best in that time. And hopefully, some people you've never heard of 
pre-AEW are folks you enjoy watching today, or if you knew them from their previous work elsewhere, have maybe found a new appreciation for them. That feeling combined with the feeling of knowing they can provide themselves and their families doing, provide for themselves rather, and their families doing what they love was always the biggest reward of being an EVP slash founder. Let's see. Pro wrestling has has a presence almost everywhere on the planet, says Omega, and my pursuit to become as complete of a performer as possible, my goal was always to experience the styles of the world at the highest level. I believe that with AEW's current working relationships and possibly future, I can change all or I'm sorry, I can challenge all forms of pro wrestling and diversify my style so that I'm equipped for any scenario I may encounter in the ring. Let's see. I was careful to weigh out all options and was open-minded to all possibilities, says Omega. I'm here to help whomever. I can, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here to help whomever I can while I'm still around. Up to this point, I've made the choice to sacrifice everything in the name of pro wrestling. I can't say that family or my kids influenced the decision to stay with AEW. I'm not married, and I'm without kids. But what I can't say is that I'm incredibly proud of my match catalog and the wonderful people I've met and continue to meet. AEW not only allows me to continue doing what I do at a high level, but allows me the freedom to pursue other passions that I have in life, which after nearly 25 years in the ring have become more and more important to me. I'm trying to find some of these from the Bucks because the Bucks, they just, uh, uh, let's see. Where are you at? Where are you at? All right, here's one. We're literally the E in AEW, says Matt Jackson. The elite are the main characters of this company. No matter how different AEW is now from its original inception, we are the DNA. And if you lose the foundation of your homes, it eventually collapses. It'd be a lie if I said that didn't weigh on us when we made our decision. If we're going to be honest, the schedule was a huge part of it, says Nick Jackson. I have a wife and three young children, and seeing them as much as possible was a big factor. I'm not going to lie, the money was a huge factor too. At this point of my life and career, I just couldn't see myself being on the road half the year or even more than that. I have so much respect for the guys and girls that are able to do that year after year. We for sure could have made memories in WWE, but that's more. But what's more important to me is making memories with my family. I don't disagree with that. With the position we're in, I'll be able to do that and still make memories in AEW. In my older years... In, in my older years of my career, being closer to the end, being closer to the end than I am the beginning, I'm not really one who worries much about my legacy anymore, Matt Jackson says. I kind of noticed, like a summer tan, most memories fade. What the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm going to chill out. So out, Kurt. All right, all right. That's Brian. That's enough. Right, I'm, get, about, I'm about to stop anyway because I just wanted to. Well, I was about to say, we get, we get, we get the picture. They love where they work at. That is, that, look, that is totally okay. That is totally fine. They love their job. They love where they work. That no, is totally I, fine. 
I, said, I ain't got no said, issues with that whatsoever. I have said, I literally said these words to my son um, as we were pulling up here uh, at home. I said, I have never in my life heard of any wrestler, any athlete blow themselves as much as these three did in this article. And there's more. There's way more. But yeah, we don't, it, it, no, no, I'm not. I, I really didn't even mean to go on. I didn't realize that I'd gone on that long. But um, just horrible. Just horrible. But they're there. They are. They love it. Look, look, look. They love their job. And they love where they work. And on seeing it from their side, they have what is called creative freedom. They can do what they want. So. It's a hell of a deal because you know you go to WWE, you gotta do you gotta do whatever the hell they gotta hell you gotta do whatever the hell Vince McMahon tell you to do. <laughs> Speaking of Vince McMahon, uh, there was a little news on that man. Now, um, again, not getting into politics uh, directly, but the news was dominated of yet another indictment for Donald Trump. What we didn't hear that Vince McMahon also received an indictment. Um, had you heard about that before I mentioned it to you, Brandon? Yeah, I heard it. I heard about it. Okay. He, just, he, he just had surgery, and then they was like, yeah, this is what happened. <laughs> right, He's recovering from, um, he had, what, spinal surgery or something yeah, like that? Spinal surgery. And I'm just like, bro, I'm, I'm going to come get this dude, and y'all know he can't move. That's cold. <laughs> so if, for those of you that might know, this is, well, if, if you're a wrestling fan, I don't understand, first and foremost, how you don't know about this. Um, but this is still part of the sexual misconduct investigation. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I haven't gone in depth to read about it, but I think it is, uh, I think it's more to do with the SEC stocks and all of that. I think because maybe some money was used, uh, from the company to pay for this, uh, at least that's. We, well, we've heard that that was not the case, at least from the investigation that the internal investigation that the WWE did. But who knows about that? Um, I'm just going to read the first uh, paragraph here. I'm not going to go any further. So don't worry, Kurt. <laughs> uh, federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and subpoenaed World Wrestling Entertainment Executive Chairman Vince McMahon last month. I hate these damn pop ups. I swear I hate them. I got to turn my pop up blocker off. Um, subpoenaed executive chairman Vince McMahon last month as part of an investigation into claims of sexual misconduct the company announced this week. So he's still got a lot of, uh, a lot of legal troubles going on, but I, I will say this, um, he's taken on the federal government before and won. So, but this, I think this is much, much different than that trial was, um, what do you think about that, Brandon? Do you think um, that uh, UFC, I almost said UFW, hello, um, UFC um, might have, depending on how this goes, might have some buyer's remorse about, about picking up WWE with him now having a federal uh, investigation? I don't know. I think it's one of those things that's, you know, time will tell I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, it, I, I just look at it like this, man. Hey, all the billionaires got some skeletons in their closet, you know? Yeah. And people should know that. Uh, everybody got, you know, got, got skeletons in their closet. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, I don't know how I would feel if, if, if I were the, um, CEO or whatever of a company and it just purchased or went into business with another company and then their top executive is all of a sudden embroiled in a federal investigation. Um, I can say it would make me go, what the fuck? But I assume that they had some heads up that this may be coming. Um, I don't have anything to back that up. That's just, I would think that in a business deal that huge, um, that that would have been discussed at least somewhat. So uh, we'll see what comes. Maybe, maybe Vinnie Mac and, uh, and DJ will be, uh, will be bunk buddies there in prison. Who knows? But uh, anyway, moving right along, we're coming tonight on SummerSlam. Uh, I didn't realize either until uh, I read it. Um, I didn't realize that SummerSlam last year was in July. It was? Yeah. Wait a minute, hold on. Before I even, bro, did you catch everything that I just said? Because it cut me out again. No, I didn't hear anything you said. Oh, um, I, well, I, I take that back. I heard you say that you weren't sure, you know, in, in terms of Vince and UFC doing business, how they would. I heard you say that you weren't sure. It's one of those things where you have to wait and see. But after that, I thought you were just, just letting me respond. But go ahead, say what you had to say. No, I mean that that was pretty much it. I was just like, man, you know, we just gotta we just gotta see because at the end of the day. As long as the business still making money, that's the bottom line. That's all I was saying. But this thing cut off; it cut out on me unexpectedly again. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm just sitting up here like now. Nah, I did not let the screen stay idle for that long. It couldn't have been that long. <laughs> couldn't have been. So, but yeah. But 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 that, but, that, but, that, but that was all. Okay. All right. So um, and then I I kind of jumped on the uh, the SummerSlam talk. Um, okay. But I didn't in in checking out the card before doing the show, I didn't realize that SummerSlam was in July last year because, you know, normally it's in August. Um, yeah, it was in, a, uh, actually, it was in it was July the 31st. Okay. Just a little, exactly. little factoid there. But SummerSlam yeah. takes place uh, tonight at 8 o'clock uh, here in just a couple of hours. Uh, takes takes place at Ford Field, um, and it's a pretty stacked card. Once you get past the silly uh, battle royal, um, so we're going to go through this, and I am going to write our predictions down. Give me one second to find All a right. piece of paper. Hello. And um, say what, Brandon? You cut out again. Oh, but not. I I did. I thought you started saying something, and then I didn't. No, 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 no. I ain't cut out. I to stop. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna take. Oh, Kurt, no, Curtis said the Curtis said to send me to send us his. Send oh yeah, us, I saw that. He sent him his picks after the yeah. So that way he can go <laughs> to the uh, order as it was before. I know what you're trying to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna take notes on our picks right here. Um, and I don't, I don't know that this is the order of the card, but this is how I put it here on my notes. But um, we've got the Slim Jim Summer Slams 20 Man Battle Royal, of which, and I hope that uh, I do hope that they they somehow segue or use or whatever Macho Man's likeness for this. I doubt uh-huh. they will because of bad blood between Vince and Macho Man. 
But who knows? You think they still have bad blood? The man been dead for over 10 years. They got bad blood. Hey, man. If all I'll say is I can understand why Vince would be mad if what is alleged to have gone down went down. I don't think that happened. I don't either. But uh, I don't think that happened. But this is a check this out, though. This is a 20 man battle royal happening tonight. But I can only find 16 of the contestants. So what is well? So that means that we're going to have some surprises. So what is okay. the? Because uh, I, I missed the. What what is the point of having a battle royal? I I really don't know. I uh, to be honest, I didn't even check check that out. Um, and when I was writing down the card, I didn't see what the winner gets. Or I mean, they get a they get a slim gym. That's what they get. <laughs> Step to a slim gym. Oh yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know if this is. A pathway to the the one of the titles. Who knows? I don't know what the fuck's going on with this battle royal. It is. What's the point of the money in the bank? <laughs> but so far, what I was able to find, at least, the confirmed participants in this battle royal are L.A. Knight, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa, Shinsuke Nakamura, Otis, Chad Gable, Karrion Cross, Grayson Waller, Matt Riddle. Santos Escobar, AJ Styles, The Miz, Luke Gallows, Butch, Ridge Holland, and Austin Theory. Um, JD McDonough's not in the Battle Royal. Say what? JD McDonough is not in the Battle Royal. I, if he is, it's not listed. Damn. I mean, we may see it, but I just it's not listed. I like or at least not that I can find anyway. I'll say that. I like I like JD McDonough. Let's we'll see what happens tonight. I'm, I'm like you said. I'm sure they'll have a uh, couple of mystery of uh, entrance or whatever. What's so, what if the Rock comes back in the battle? <laughs> I, I think you're getting your hopes up a little too high on that. I get my hopes up on that. I'm just talking shit. I'm just saying. But I, I know, you know, we, we we'll watch the battle royal. But I, I know we're not necessarily too tuned into it. But. Um, out of this group of people that I've just read to you, who do you think comes out on top in this battle royal? I have no idea. I want to say, I want to say LA Knight. I want to say LA Knight, but I have no idea. Yeah. Because I don't don't, don't really know what it's for. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I have absolutely no clue what the hell it's for. I just, I, I think it's just to get everybody a payday that's not on the main card. Steve, it's it's some dudes that's not on the main card. Never mind. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, he'll close. That's, why I up, that's that's why I brought up JD McDonald. I'm like, where the hell is he? But <laughs> I'm I, I digress. Hill Club, do you have uh have a pick for the Slam Jim SummerSlam 20 Man Battle Royal winner? Um, if you do, let me know in the comments. All right, moving right along. Next up is Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. I'll say this. Okay. Hill Club has LA Knight as well. All right. I'll say this about the the Rousey versus Baszler match. If they do a true MMA rules shoot fight, this would be great to see. Um, 
I, I hope these ladies have enough time given to them and enough creative freedom given to them to, to, if it is a worked match, at least let it be a good work match. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this because they put the MMA rule stipulation in there. Um, what do you think about this match, Brandon? You, are you interested in it or? Actually, I am. I, I was, I called this years ago. Well, we even started doing this podcast. I'm like, man, Shayna Baszler and, and uh, Ronda Rousey got to do something in this ring or whatever. So, um, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was hoping that it would be in the, uh, it would like be in the cage or whatever. Yeah. And I was watching some stuff the other day with Ken Sherrock and Owen Hart. I don't know if you remember that. The summer of '98, the Lions Den match. Lions Den match and the uh, they had the dungeon match when they went back to Stu Hart's dungeon and had a match oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, and old heart hit uh, Ken Shamrock outside the head with the weight. <laughs> That's how he won. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I was thinking about that man. I was just like, I hope they, I hope they let them go back into that, uh, into that cage or whatever. Man, that'd be dope. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, so. I don't think they will either. Um, I yeah, actually, but then, but, but then again, but then again, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we'll get surprised. So I'm, mean, you know, hey, yeah, I, we'll see. You know, we know, you know, Ronda, we know, Ronda Rousey is on her way out the door. So I think Shayna Baszler is going to get the win. All right. So you got Baszler. Answered that before I had a chance to to ask. And I'm not complaining about that. I'm saying cool. Um, yeah. Hill Club. Hill Club. Who do you have for the? <clears throat> excuse me. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler MMA rules match. Bye bye Ronda. So I'm going to assume you're saying Shayna Baszler as well. Yes. All right. And then next you have Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Um, in every match or every interaction these two have had with each other, there's been something spectacular come out of it. And I don't see any reason for that to change tonight. In fact, it may ramp up a bit. Um, I'm actually excited to see this match. Yeah. Don't ask me. Well, I shouldn't say don't ask me why. It's because they they. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to see it too. Because <laughs> they um, because you know I'm just I'm just reading around. They like we well, ain't do some. Yeah, this I, some I shit tonight. Like, so yeah, they and like I said, every time they they've locked up in any way, there's been something huge to come out of it, and they have just talked a whole lot of shit to each other. So yeah, um, and, and, and on top of that. Damn, Logan and pissed off, you know, Ricochet girl, my girl, Samantha Irvin. Hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Brandon's got heat with Ricochet now. I ain't got um, no heat with him. Ricochet. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, right shit. All right, man. Hey, that thing um, right there. That, that, you, you get a day, I get a day. That thing right now. Anyway, let's move on. Woo, yeah, yeah. I think we need to. Um... Who you got in this one? You got Logan Paul and Ricochet. <laughs> I got Logan Paul, actually. All right. I actually, I actually uh, think the same thing, uh, mainly because he seems to be more active with the WWE roster right now, Logan Paul, I mean, and he's done nothing but lose. So I think at some point you have to give him a win, and I think tonight he gets that, unfortunately, it comes at the hands of Ricochet also stepping up in this in this feud, but uh, I see Logan Paul coming out of this one. Uh, Hill Club, yeah. who do you have for this? I know you said, <laughs> said double count out. Double, so double like, count out. It's like going on. It's like going on. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going on either way. No either way. All 
right. We'll put him down for a double count out. You get what? Uh, wait a minute. How, wait, 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 wait. So, it, wait a minute. Huh? So, if somebody's tired, what does that mean? Say what? Oh, so, get, so, if one of us is tired with Hill Club, that means that Hill Club would get the win because he counted a double count out, or if he does, but if the double I, count out doesn't happen, I, w- I would say, and, and no disrespect, Hill Club, I would say no because I, I sincerely doubt this is going to be a double count out. Ain't gonna be no double count out, buddy. And uh, that would count against him. So, well, nah, hey, mate, but then again, I'm devil's advocate. Then again. It could be a spot in the match where both of them do get counted out. Hill Club might be on to something. Okay. Well, all right. He put. I'm. I'm. I'm going to take the double count out off. He put. What? 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 What players like this Vegas? <laughs> all right. He's got Mr. Paul as well. And then we have Gunther versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. You guys have heard me. No, I don't want to say talk shit about Drew McIntyre, but just how WWE has started and stopped with him so much, it almost makes him irrelevant now. I'm actually interested in this match. Um, I can't wait to see this match. Just because of Gunther's style, I think that's going to force Drew McIntyre to bring it as well. And I uh-huh. think that that will be great for him and, and where he stands. Um I don't I don't see any reason for Gunther to drop the title tonight. So I'm gonna go with Gunther winning this one. What say you, Brandon? Uh I think Gunther takes it tonight. Um look for it to be on the level of him and Seamus at Clash at the Castle. Yeah. Look for that. And and I can and even though and and smash mouth, yeah. Even though I Kurt's got Gunther as well. But we've already, yeah, we've already seen Kurt's picks. But, um, yeah, and I think this is something that could lead to a rematch. I think it has all the potential in the world to lead to, like, a long-running feud between those two. Yeah. All right, next up, we've got a three-way. Maybe not the kind you guys might want to see, but we got a three-way. Oscar versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for the WWE Women's Championship. Ooh, boy. Yeah, that's why I'm torn it right now. Okay, Kurt said his his his, his picks might change. Let's get to the show. Um, <laughs> I, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to this match as well. Um, yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't, I, I don't even – I don't know who to pick. I really don't know. Because all three of them have a legitimate shot. I, I agree because Oscar Oscar hasn't hasn't done bad with her run. Um, no. And we all and know what don't. we all know what Bianca Belair brings to the table and what Charlotte brings to the table. I I'm oh. gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with Charlotte wins, but Bianca Belair turns heel. So I'm going with Charlotte. Oh, interesting. Because so. as we've seen, the uh, Street Profits turned heel technically last night. Kurt, know, said, saw that. Kurt actually said that this is the only match he actually wants to see. Man, that that is a hard that is a hard match to pick. Very <laughs> hard. Because I'm, I, I, I've been staring at it all day and I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. I really don't know. It literally could go in the words of Scott Steiner is three thirty three percent 
chance of 33 in the third and all that other stuff. <laughs> if you take your so 33 in the third chance. Oh, man, we gotta... you take a 33 in the chance, and, and you're going to beat Jimmy Downs, it's going to be a 12.87% and... of a chance. Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I, I, I don't know. I don't have. A, I, I, I don't want to say I don't have a. I just don't have. I, I don't know. I don't know what to be. Hill, Hill Club. There is no cash in tonight's fight because we live in Georgia and gambling is not legal here, good sir. I don't know why. It ain't. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing, but I don't know why it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so Hill Club's got. Oscar, um, Brandon, what you got? I know, I know. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt I, don't know. You. I don't know. Um, shit, I don't know, man. I I'll tell you I, what. I tell you what. We'll man, go through, fuck it. Yeah, we'll go through the rest of the card, and I'll come back to you for that. Okay, I'm just gonna close my eyes and pick one. All right, all right. So then we have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll let you start, Brandon, because I'm not even sure what to say about this, and I'll explain why once I once I say what I gotta say. So go ahead. Um, number the number seven is the year of completion. This is the seventh year that um that's this is the seventh year from that match at SummerSlam seven years ago when Van Balor actually won, but he you know tore up his shoulder. So seven years is the year of completion. I'm taking Van Balor. Okay, he's got Mr. Finn Balor himself. All right. Hill Club, uh, my my apologies, Hill Club. And, and when I said what I said about gambling, I, I wasn't, like, chastising you or anything. I was actually joking around. But um, he brings up a good point, Brandon. Um, and this may factor into the the pick you may have for the women's match. But he brings up a good point. Um, that I didn't think about for either of the championship match, world championship matches, um, the money in the bank. Because Damian Priest is still walking around with his briefcase, and so is EO Scott. Yeah, I, I forgot about her. Yeah, so interesting, interesting curveball you threw me, Hill Club. Very, very, uh, very good. Very good, uh, point. I'm sitting here looking at my pick now, but we'll, I'll stick with Charlotte. I'll stick with my my thought of Charlotte wins the match, but beyond yeah, the Bel Air, you, you can keep your pick, but you can keep your pick. But, you know, because money bank cash in, you know, something happened, that don't count. It's hmm. cash in. We didn't know it was going to happen. Okay. Good point as well. Um, but, but carrying on with, with Seth and Finn Balor, I was actually going to go with uh, Seth on this one, not necessarily because I want to see him as champion. I just figured that's how they would go. But you bring up a very good point about it being um, seven years at SummerSlam that that um, Finn's injury happened. He didn't even get a chance to, you know, sniff the title before it was taken away from him. Um, so because of that, you actually changed my mind. I'm going to go with Finn Balor on this one. You're welcome. All right, Hill Club, who you got with Seth versus Finn? And then we'll move on to... And keep in mind, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins has been a fighting champion. He has had like 17, 18 uh, 
championship defenses since his reign. He, he's had a better he's run than fucking MJF has. Absolutely. He's had 17 <laughs> title defenses and been successful at all of them. So Seth is, hurt. Seth is hurt and needs surgery in the future. I think Finn can win the title and Damian Priest catches in. So he's got Wouldn't that be some wouldn't that be some shit? He's got Finn. And keep in mind too that uh Seth Rollins also is gonna be filming his part in the uh new Captain America movie too. So that's what they, something I think what I'm saying. Like, the way that set up, wouldn't that be some shit? Oh, wait, Hill Club suggests? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, okay, Finn Balor Finn Balor wins the belt. And then Priest catches in. It's like oh, and it's like Finn Balor gets gypped again. <laughs> Seven you years later, and, and the shit happens again, per se. It happens again. He won that's, the belt, and it happens again. Wouldn't that be some shit? And then it and and then explodes detonates a, an explosion within judgment day. That's a good good thing. It'd be a up. hell of a guy it'd be a hell of a goddamn story. Wouldn't yes it be? would. All right, hell next, of a story. next we got Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar three. Um it, it, Oh wait, wait, I didn't give my thoughts on Seth versus Finn. I I gave my pick, but I didn't give my I don't know what to say about this match because I don't think Seth is over as hell right now. Um, I, I particularly don't like Seth's whole persona right now. I, I hate the crowd. Whoa. I hate all that shit. Um, I like Seth as a wrestler though. Finn Balor has kind of been eh, in, in, his, in his run. with I just, I just thought about something. What's up? What if Finn Balor loses? Look. Damian Priest come in like you know, basically Ben Bowen took Seth to his limit. So Seth is like, he done. He just you know had the last gas, win the match, and then Damian Priest comes in and then cashes in and he wins. Then what? That make it even worse. You know what I'm saying? We got all kind of ways to go tonight, but yeah, it's a good, it's a it's but but and within the Judgment Day because the session within the Judgment Day now, we got two we got two title contenders. It'll make a hell of a story. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Either way, you can't go wrong. Either way, it'll be a hell of a, it'll be a compelling story. <laughs> I think it's more. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's why I said I wasn't sure what to say about, about Seth and Finn Balor. Um, I'm not necessarily just chomping it a bit to, to see this, this match. But I think it will be a good match, and, and it does bring up a good story with the possibility of Damian Priest cashing in, um, with the storyline behind these, or the history, rather, behind these two with the injury and everything. So um, it's something to look look for in these matches. So that's that's good. Um, but, yeah, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar 3. I was extremely hyped for a rematch, a third match between these two. Um, to kind of, you know, best two out of three sort of scenarios. But with what they've done over the last three weeks, meaning the same thing over these last three weeks, it's kind of taken the wind out of my sails, if you will, for this match. I still think it'll be a good match, but they've just done the same thing for three weeks now. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. This is a big match and whatever. I think they would have been better served having them talk shit to each other and never touching one another. But 
for Brock basically just to beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes for three weeks, all that tells you Cody's winning this match tonight. Pretty much. And so that's kind of a letdown for me. Um, and Cody, here's the thing, though. Uh, Hill Club says he thinks Cody wins, so I'm going to go ahead and put him down for Cody. Um, here's the thing, though. Cody has to win clean. It has to be a one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Otherwise, it it makes him, it makes his wins over Brock look like flukes, like he can't beat him. And if you're building Cody, in my opinion at least, if you're building Cody up to eventually face Roman Reigns in the next WrestleMania, then he needs to win this my, this match tonight. I'm not saying he has to go out there and just, you know, beat Brock's ass from pillar to post. No, it should be a competitive match, but he has to win clean tonight. Can't be any bullshit. Can't be any, hey, he's got me in the Kimura, and I roll him up again. Although, I think that was a very creative finish to that match. So why? They can't do it again. Kurt disagrees. See, this is why I wish Kurt. This I have this Kurt vision. I have, I have this vision of Cody getting. I, I have this vision of Cody getting the getting the ring bell and just knocking the shit out of Brock, knocking him out, <laughs> <laughs> and winning the match. Because there's no way. Look, that's Brock Lesnar you're dealing with. No matter how old he is, because he's you know he's what forty something. Yeah, but that's a legitimate. That's a man's man looking at right there. So it's like, okay, you beat Brock. If you beat Brock, it's like if you beat Brock Lesnar clean, you are a made man. Because how many people can say they are beating Brock Lesnar clean? Go ahead, Kurt. You, you, you don't have to ask, bro. <laughs> this is part of your your shit, too. Like, it's part of your show, too, man. Go ahead, call me and tell us what you think. Um, yeah. Hey, Ron, I'll be right back. All right. So, yeah, Kurt disagrees with me. Kurt's going to gonna be calling in here in a second. Um, be good to hear from him. So, but yeah, I just think that if, uh, Kurt, if you're on your phone, it should sound just like a phone call. So you shouldn't have any problems. Um, it should sound just like a phone call. Uh, that's been, that's been my experience in the past at least. Um, but yeah, I just think if, if Cody doesn't win clean, that it makes him look weak. All right. I've invited Kurt in. Kurt, what's going on, man? Oh, hold on. Can you hear me, Kurt? You're very, very low. I don't know if you have a Bluetooth earpiece in or if you're using your phone straight up. But it might be because of the Bluetooth if you're using Bluetooth. But right now, I mean, you're extremely low, so low that I, I can hear you, but I can't understand anything you're saying. All right, he said, give him one second. Brandon, are you back yet? What about now? Right. So, I, like I say, um, I just think if, if, if Cody doesn't win clean, that it, it hurts him moving forward. Um, if you're building him up to, to be Roman's opponent, in the next WrestleMania. Um, I can hear him too, Hill Club. I just can't hear what, he, you know, it's like, what's the, uh, it's just like a, a mumble. Yeah, you're real low, Kurt. I don't know what's going on. I can hear you. 
Can you hear him just fine? I can. Well, you know, it's a mumble, but I can. I can hear him. <laughs> All right. Well, you. I'll let you be the translator if you can hear him, Kurt. <laughs> Okay, I heard that. He said, hold on one second. It was really Sorry, low. Outside. <laughs> if you're on a Bluetooth, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, as we you. learned, Bluetooth don't yeah, work with this Bluetooth shit. don't work. Just, just put the phone up to you. As a matter of fact, when we had when we had Dexter on, he did the same thing happened with him, if you'll remember. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't have a Bluetooth on. You don't? It's a damn Android you got, man. Come on hey, over hey, there. Hey, come hey, on, hey, come on, come on over to the dark side. Come on over to the dark side. Yeah, it is the dark side because that's a fuck ass phone you got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kurt. Yeah, we're. I'm. I'm having trouble hearing you. Um, so it probably won't come across well on the audio for the show. Um, so I tell you what. Let's me and you pick up this conversation on next week's show um, once we have the results and everything, and then we can discuss it a little bit better. Um, dark side of the ring on the pot beam. <laughs> Boy. So, um, but yeah, I, with what I said, I still see Cody winning the match. So I've got Cody in this one. Um, what about you, Brendan? What do you think about the match between, between Lesnar and Cody? Not, not much. Cody's gonna win it. Alright, got Cody. Right. Gotta finish the story. And then oh, did you see the um doc did you see the documentary? I have not. God damn it, that's what You gotta doing. check out that documentary. I meant to bring that up the other day, but I forgot. Yeah, but I that's like you gotta check out the documentary. It's a damn good documentary and I want him to finish the story. So but I think Cody's gonna win it. Okay. I, I really legitimately, I want him to finish the story. And I hope that, that it, it works out and it works. You know, yeah, I mean, I yeah, hope so too. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go too deep up into it, but watch the documentary and then we can talk about it. Yeah, because <clears throat> getting back to the match itself, the first two matches have been good. So yeah. I think a third match will be good. I just think Cody has to win clean. So, yeah, I agree. Because right. if you beat if you beat Brock Lesnar, <laughs> you basically just beat the boss in the video game clean. You yeah. didn't have to cheat. You ain't putting no cheat code, no nothing. <laughs> you the master. So it's like, okay, you done slayed this dragon. They done whooped everybody. You done slayed this dragon. Now it's time to go on to the big dragon, who is yeah. Roman Reigns. So speaking of that, the final match on the card, main event, as well it should be. But before we get into that, into that, I watched SmackDown last night, and I like what they did with finally. I, maybe they've done it before, and I just haven't seen it. Well, okay, we'll we'll get into that next week, Kurt. Um, yeah, I would love to have Definitely. this conversation with you because I want to know where your where your thought process is going with that. That's um, a damn shame. You can't use this map. Yeah. You can't use that without a mic. That's but, a damn shame. But um, I watched SmackDown last night, and I find I like what they finally did having uh, Afa speak in a in a video, um, Rikishi speak in a video, and them to give yeah. like the background on everything and what it means to be the tribal chief and all of it. It was great. I wish they would have done it sooner. Yeah. Um, but that said, it was still very good. Um. 
And heading into this match, the only issue I have with this match is that Tribal Combat, and they may surprise me, but Tribal Combat, to me, if we're in the, in the minds of WWE creative, is just going to be a no-DQ match fight anywhere. And, of course. And that's... It's just like a Chicago street fight. Yeah, and, and, and in that vein, we've seen this before. So, if they have tribal combat, I would love to see one or both of them. Here's what I would love to see first and foremost. You remember when uh, Jay and Jimmy used to do the, the Samoan dance before their match in the, uh, when they were wearing the face paint and everything? Yeah. I would love to see Jay come out and do that. It, it, since this is going to be a, uh, a, a tribal combat match, I hope he comes out and does that. It would be great to see. But it, it, I would like to see both of them come out um, maybe in traditional Samoan, whatever. Um, I don't want to call it uh, not a skirt, but it's not a kilt. Whatever. Um, or something like that. But I, I wish, I, I hope at least, that it's something different than just an outside the ring beat you up type of match. Because we've seen that before. I want to see, I would like to see something different. And I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, do you think they're going to do anything different? Or do you think it's just going to be a standard outside the ring, no DQ match? It's going to be a standard. It's going to, it's going to be no disqualification. It's going to be some interferences. Um, it ain't going to be nothing that outside of what we've seen. But then again, I saw who was producing the match. So I don't know. Could be an all timer and all that, and you got you know I, I I I don't know. I'm just you know what it's one of the matches that I'm just going to sit back. I'm not going to try to overanalyze. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and just enjoy it and see what comes of it. And I'm just not going to overanalyze because I think we overanalyze. And I'm not saying any of us are overanalyzing, but I think if you overanalyze, sometimes take the fun out of it. So I'm just going to sit back and just enjoy it and just see how it unfolds. My pick is Roman Reigns to win the match. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back. I'm gonna end, I'm just gonna watch it and just see how everything unfolds. And that's it. That's 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 what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna try to. I'm not just not I'm just not gonna try to guess. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I I'm gonna pick Roman as well. Um, I no disrespect to Jay Uso because I like the Usos. I like Jay specifically. Um, yeah. But I I just don't see Romans. Rain, no pun intended, um, coming to an end tonight. I don't either. Um, I don't think that rain ends until next WrestleMania. I agree. Um, I, th- I think that next WrestleMania, Cody is going to finish the story. So, um, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But I just think that's what's <laughs> going to happen. So, uh, Hill Club asked, "Does someone come out tonight for Roman?" Um, I don't know if if they do. I think it's it's only going to be solo. I don't think we'll have any. I, I, I think solo might side with your brothers. Oh shit! You just threw something into my and I'm not even being. I think solo is going to side with. I think solo is going to side with his brothers. You just threw something into my thought process that I had not even fucking considered. That is a great idea. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm like you. I, 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 you said something very, very 
uh, intelligent in that analyzing, uh, overanalyzing a match can take the, the fun out of it. So I'm like you. I'm just going to sit back and see what the hell happens. I'm taking Roman Reigns. Uh, Heel Club, who do you have tonight in this match? Um, and that's it. That's that's all the matches that were listed that I could find. Um, <laughs> that I could find? Say what? I said that I could find. Because the, the thing that made me pop in my head about that, I'm like, I'm mad they don't have like real pre-shows like that anymore. Yeah. But it would be a match I mean, on the pre-show. The, the, reason, the reason I said that is because in a 20-man battle royal, we only know about 16 people. <laughs> but you know what, though? Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch got booted for that battle royal. So. Interesting. Now, I'm going to come back. Don't think you got out of it, sir. Yes, Hill Club, give me just a second. Um, I'm not going to let you get away with it, sir. Who you got, Oscar, Bianca, or Charlotte? <laughs> you know what? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Um, and damn, because usually you know you know have you know in your head it's like your brain says take this person, but literally my brain is saying take is one of the is two, <laughs> and it's between. I'm sorry, this is Bianca Belair is between Bianca Belair and Charlotte, and I can't pick. So you're gonna I take think, you're gonna I, I take Bianca Flair. I don't shut up. I don't <laughs> think that Oscar's gonna to retain tonight. And that's literally the best that I can do. But if I'm going to pick because of history, Charlotte Flair. He picked. He picked. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be a an asshole, but uh, I just had to do that. Your club is hilarious. See, they do the triple count out. <laughs> yeah, a damn triple count out. But no, I just know that Oscar. I just if I had to bet on anything, I'm like, okay, Oscar's not going to win. <laughs> All right, so we've got about. Uh, and again, I could be wrong. Hey, Sunny even signs on the dog desk sometimes. Yeah. So, um, hey, man. <laughs> Uh, That's very true. We got about three minutes left in the show. Uh, Hill Club want to know if he could call in. Sure, go ahead now, uh, Hill Club. Yeah, come on. We're good to go now. All right. What's going on, Hill Club? Gentlemen, good evening on the East Coast. And uh, the reason why I said double count out for one of the matches of Ricochet and Logan Paul, think of it this way. When's the last time have you ever seen a double count out on a pay-per-view? That's a good question. Yeah, but I also and I also think that both of these guys are high flyers. They're both high flyers and everything too. They could do one false move. They both get nailed. The referee counts them out. They don't beat the count, and then you draw more publicity stunts with these two, and it goes on to another pay per view possibly. I, I definitely think there'll be a re- no matter who wins. I definitely think they'll have a rematch. They could. Hey, see, Curtis doesn't hate that idea. See, you gotta think of it. Hey, Brandon, think of Brandon, it. he got Kurt to agree. <laughs> That's rare. <laughs> Kurt, you know I love you. I gotta talk a little shit. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Kurt talking about he should have brought his mic. I'm like, nah, nah, you Kurt, look, today you you are fine. Okay. We you are fine. Don't worry just don't worry about it, okay? Yeah. We know, just don't worry about it. It's cool. Yeah, hey, everybody has an off week. Don't worry about it. I mean, look at the announcers in wrestling and everything. They always screw up. So, hey. And they still get paid. But look, hey, check this out. So, coming up at the SummerSlam, uh, Michael Cole and Wade Barrett is doing a Raw, and they stuck Michael Cole with um, nothing. Um, I, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Patrick and uh, oh, Corey Graves for, set, for SmackDown. Uh, it's going to be a three-man booth again. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, can, can they just I put Graves in the mix? <laughs> I could deal. I, I can deal with uh, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. I cannot deal with the the, the British guy or English guy. Or, no, me either. He has. Yeah. It doesn't feel right when he's there at the podium and he's calling matches. Like, who is this clown? Yeah, I mean. And see, for me, it's just the fact that he's too soft-spoken. I can deal with the British yeah. accent. The British accent doesn't bother me. What? What? He's just too small. He's, he, he, he sounds like this is the perfect thing. He sounds like a golf announcer. Yeah. yeah. There you and, go. And that I, doesn't work I, for uh, for wrestling. Yeah, especially for Monday, for Monday for Monday Night Raw for the way that most of us grew up on it. You can't be soft spoken on that show. Absolutely not. This is supposed to be a but that's, but, and then, and then, right there. That's supposed yeah. to be a gold mine. And you're supposed yeah. to have people there that will be excited. Look at how Michael Cole is in pay per views. He actually yeah. saves the pay per views being so excited like that. But I'm going to tell you straight up, we better enjoy Michael Cole as long as we can. Yeah, I know. He's been around for a long time. We don't have much time left. It's yeah. funny you bring that up, Brandon, because just last night, I was looking at Michael Cole and uh, and Wade Barrett last night, and I just thought about we have had the, I don't know, I don't want to say pleasure, but we've had the the chance to watch Michael Cole from a young face puppy in the in in WWF WWE until yep. now where he's starting to to put on some age. Um, my f- yeah. yeah. So my yeah. first memory of Michael Cole was getting punched in the nuts by Jacqueline when Jacqueline. That was my first memory of Michael Cole ever. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Cole. <laughs> But and he was those to see what Michael Cole has become. I'm like Michael Cole is. I'm sorry, you got to put him up there with, with Jr. and Jared King Lawler and Gordon Soli and all them. Tony Schiavone. No, you got to put him all there. Gordon Soli. No, Gordon Soli is in his own. He's he in his own. Of his own. But I'm sorry, if you an announcer and you have lasted in this business for 25 years, how many of them announcers have done it? Uh, He's lasted for 25 years. Ten, a few years, not a lot opinion, of. In my opinion, tenure does not equal greatness. But not, but no. I'm look. This is my opinion. I'm not saying that Michael Cole he is Gordon <laughs> Soley. I'm not saying that he is Jim Ross. All of them guys are individually because they have brought their own taste. <laughs> to, they have brought their oh, own taste. Sorry. But for Michael Cole to have lasted this long. And now the reins have been taken off. He can do his thing. You can't sit here and say that Michael Cole is in is not in the upper echelon of 
wrestling announcers, okay? No, I, but I wait a minute. There's I been a lot more names than that. Lord. There's been, like, let's say, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heating, uh, Vince McMahon. We're going to throw in Vince. You have to throw in Vince. McMahon was... I'm not, I hey, did, hold I'm up, not hold discounting up. Bill. Hold up. Hold up, Hill Club. Let's, if you, I think I heard you say Vince. Vince McMahon yeah. was a horrible announcer. Vince wow. McMahon was funny. He was, fu- yeah, he was funny because he had that bow tie all the time, but he did. No, 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 no. Listen to the way he was like, one, two, and. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he made an effort funny. to be on there all that time. And you had all these other people that tried to fill in his shoes, but nobody could fill in all that time until they finally signed Jim Ross. Yeah. But no, Jim, Jim Ross is good. Yeah. Look. In my opinion, Jim Ross and Gordon Soley is the uh, top. Oh well, so those, if you're comparing those two in the same category, yes, they are I the agree. top two, and they I are agree. in a class of their. They are in a class of their own. They have their own individual hall with their own security code and everything. So okay. who you got You got to put Lance Russell in there too. Well, I don't know much about well, Lance yeah, Russell. Well, yeah, you so you you don't you don't remember too much about Lance. But Russell. I know I know Jim Ross. I know Jim Ross and Gordon Soley. Okay, I know them so, off the bed, and then you go Bobby the Brain, Heenan, Jared King, Lawler, um, Joey Styles, and um, oh my um, God, Shavani, <laughs> Tony Shavani. Um, oh yeah. shit! Oh, it's in, in other words, Brandon, who would your two best color commentators be if you had to put them together out of all those two people, best color? Yeah. Um, shit. But Jared King, Jared King, Lawler would be one. I'm not putting them in, in no particular order. Yeah. Jerry the King, Jerry the King, Lawler one. Damn, who's the, who's the other one? Bobby was a good Bobby the, uh, Jerry the King, Lawler, Jerry the King, Lawler, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay, all right. So you put yeah. a heel with a heel, or a heel with a face. But, but not, nah, but the, but one and two color, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. because they kept me. They they balanced. They balanced it out. You know, yeah. Jerry, uh, 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 Gorilla Monsoon and Jr. Gordon Soley, they were, you know, this is what's going on. Joey Styles, this is what's going on. Jerry the King Law and Bobby Brain Heenan were the comedy. Yeah. They balanced they themselves out. They I, were. You're absolutely right. I agree I'll say with this, that. and I, I may be speaking blasphemy here, but I don't even put Gorilla Monsoon in the same class as Jim Ross. Uh, no, 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 no. Gordon Soley and Lance Russell. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying, but Bobby Brain Heenan worked. Primarily with Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they, they yeah. work primarily together. So it's like, because Bobby the Brain, the only other person that Bobby the Brain he didn't work with was really Tony Schiavone. If, if, as far yeah. as color commentary. And I thought, you know what? I thought Jesse the Body Ventura in there too. Yeah. I mean, I'll I, 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 I throw Jesse Ventura in there too. I think that, yeah. you know, he, I think he was, I think he was pretty good. He was entertaining. Um, but so when I say Michael Cole is up, I'm not saying that he's up there with the all time. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying he's number one or none of that. But oh, okay. you do okay. have you do have to recognize like, hey, this man has had longevity. He's been around, and there's a reason why he's been around. It wasn't right. because they just couldn't find somebody else to replace him. Yes, Jesse was good. I, I agree. Um, let's do yeah. this with, well, the, with the three of us. And Kurt, you chime in. <clears throat> Excuse me, you chime in uh, through message. But Brandon, uh, Hill Club, we're we're gonna start our own wrestling promotion, and you can you can have either a two man booth or a three man booth. 
whichever you choose, but it can't be more than three. Yeah. If you're if okay. you're starting a wrestling promotion, I'm going to start with you, Hill Club. You're starting a Hill promotion. Who's your Who's your play by play, and who's your color? Well, you can choose people who have passed away. It just this is fantasy. Booking. Oh yeah, all right. So choose passed away. That makes oh, it a little bit more easier. So, um, I would say, um, well, if the Tony Schiavone was younger, then yeah, he made WCW what it is. So I would yeah. say Tony Schiavone if he was in his younger days, but he still does it in AEW. But the other two, if I'm going to go with a three-man team, obviously Bobby the Brain because he he's a he's comedy, and he everybody loves to tell him to shut up and all that stuff. And that was the thing; <laughs> he'll always be a side of the heel side. And if you had to throw in a third person, uh, let's see, that's tough. Because there's a lot of people that have done the commentators and everything, but okay, I'm gonna go on a wing and a prayer, and I'll just put Mr. Perfect. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, pulling pulling a, a name out of the hat, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean like somebody we didn't even think about. Um, yeah, perfect is dope, Brandon. What about you? Who who are you picking? Okay, well, Jim Ross will be number one, hands down. For me, Jim Ross is number one. Um, Jim Ross, Bobby the Brain Heenan, because Bobby the Brain. Okay, I'm putting Bobby the Brain Heenan in because uh, Jared King Law made me laugh more as a wrestler when he was a heel. He made me laugh more, and. I think he was a great color, but I think Bobby, Bobby the Brain Heenan was better. Okay. And then I would put, if it was a three-man booth, I would throw Shivani in there. Because I think he could work a three-man booth well, because he's done it most of his career. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, it will be Jim Ross, Tony Shivani, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Not a bad That would be my perfect. That would be my perfect three. All right. Kurt, Kurt two, said. Two, uh, two Jim Ross and Bobby Heenan. Okay. Uh, oh, Kirk. and then and I and I don't and I, I I'm sorry, but I don't also I think Paul Heyman should be in the conversation as one of the greatest colors ever. Oh yeah, Paul Heyman definitely. Um, yeah, he did his time in WCW and WWE. Yeah, that's right. Kurt Kurt said if his two man booth would be Gordon Soley, Jim Ross, and if it's a three man booth, it would be Gordon Soley, Jim Ross, and Lance Russell. That means that nobody is gonna nobody is gonna laugh at any time of that match. It'd be like you watching, it'd be like you watching, uh, it'd be like you watching Pop Pat Summerall and Jim Nance call football. Um, if if I'm doing a two man booth, um, give me Jim Ross and Taz. Ooh. Um, if I'm doing a three man booth, give me Jim Ross, Taz. And I don't know if I would go solely. I would go Lance Russell because Lance Lance is like that guy when when you used to listen to to, to uh, baseball on the radio. Lance is like that that real sportscaster guy. Yeah. So um, yeah, my two man would be would be Jr. and Taz. My three man would be Jr. Taz and Lance Russell. So. 
So, but um, Hill Club, we're, we're going to let you get out of here, and I'm not running you off, but we're we're running low. Oh no, um, no, I know, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for checking in. Um, by the way, how's your mom doing? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, mom's doing good. Uh, you know, it just takes it day by day, you know. And she's got uh therapists coming in, nurse coming in in the house, trying to help her out here and there. So it's just like, you know, there's some days she's not too feeling well, but she'll get over it and everything and be a lot better afterwards when she's nice and calm. That's the most important thing. She needs to be nice and calm. All right. Well, Hill Club, thank you, uh, thank you for joining in, and uh, we gotta let you go. We got two minutes, Brandon. We got two minutes to wrap this this up. Hill Club, thank you for joining us. And, uh, take care, man. All right, Brandon, we got two minutes. What do you want to say to the people? Uh, what I want to say, everybody enjoy SummerSlam tonight. Once again, to my fellow teachers, especially those of us who are going back next week. I hope y'all and pray. I hope and pray that you all have a great year, and I'm praying that on myself as well. Um, get 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 as much rest this weekend. Get your last hurrah in and everything, and and you know we and, and hey, you know at the end of the day, man, hey, God is good. That's all I got to say. Um, Kurt, I would bring you on, but right now we we literally don't have the time. Um, no. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy SummerSlam. We'll be back next week at 10 a.m. Hopefully that'll be set in stone. Kurt should be back next weekend. And uh, he and I will argue over Cody and Brock. You guys take care. Be and safe who the best announcer is. <laughs> <laughs> Later, y'all. And I'm going right. to send us out this week. Hey. Later, y'all. Hey. Kurt says peace. All right. See y'all later. And yes, Hill Club, hit us up for the Fantasy Football League, me especially.